0: Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey in honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I felt like I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it. Plus, I tried a few less productive approaches. After two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong goal. Instead of trying to feel better by filling those painful voids, I've learned that that building a life around them is a much more worthy target. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a mutually compassionate environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of the Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about a post called How to Be Happy. And this post is from April of 2021. How to be happy. So, there's a parable about this concept that I first heard from one of my favorite and most impactful teachers, Eckhart Tolle. I recall it may be Buddhist in origin, but its essence has shown up in many forms and mediums over the years. It comes to me frequently. Sometimes like a whisper, other times like a brick wall crashing on me to bring my attention back to this lesson. And in parentheses on the post, I have here a quick disclaimer. Please refer to your own definitions, literature, and authoritative resources for translation of words. I aim to share my experience here, but I do not have expertise in the English language. So the parable goes something like this an old sage was asked, what is the secret to happiness? The response was simple. I don't mind what happens. The word mind, M-I-N-D, in that sentence has many facets. First, it may refer to the one we think of as a verb or a possible synonym for being annoyed or bothered. Using this meaning, the sage's response is therefore, I'm not bothered or annoyed by what happens. An additional inference of the word mind in this context is the idea of relinquishing control. When I lived for a semester in London as a college student, we often joked about the quote unquote tube system, which is the British underground rail, which would faithfully announce mind the gap as the train doors were about to open or close. It meant be careful, be aware of and control yourself. Don't step into the dangerous space between the train car and the platform. I don't mind what happens. Not only means to remain, quote unquote, unbothered by a circumstance, it actually refers to an ability to resist our need to control it, work around it, and interpret it. I don't mind what happens with this definition means something along the lines of I don't label Assign value or try to control something. It means letting things be as they are. I may have unintentionally stepped into a more so than usual complicated concept for this post, but since we're here, let's keep going. You may be thinking, no problem. So, in order to be happy, I just have to number one, not be bothered by anything, and two, not control anything. Got it. Sarcastically, of course. But actually, yes, the answer is yes. Happiness is a state that results from the acceptance and non-reaction to what is. We aren't statues. The parable isn't saying we should be immune to the human experience. Quite the contrary. Not minding, recall the definition of being annoyed or trying to control circumstances, events, and outcomes means allowing them, all of them, to come and go exactly as they are. We don't want to be like bouncers at the entrance of an elite club, also known as our experience, and decide who or what gains entrance and send all others packing. The sage's response indicates that happiness is found in letting it all just be as it is. Another way to put it, also from Eckhart, is to take the stance that I have no complaints whatsoever, quote unquote. Deceptively simple. Try spending even one full minute embracing this statement and saying it as if it were true. Notice how hard it can be to even allow the possibility of complete acceptance and peace. Discover what elements of yourself even exist without your attachments to what is wrong, what needs fixing, what is annoying you, and what you try to in every waking moment control. Allow who you are underneath all of the things you quote-unquote mind to evaporate, and then introduce yourself, even if for the first time, to the happiness that is unavoidable when we have no complaints whatsoever, if only for a minute. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. I remember writing this about a year ago, and it it still holds true uh, in my daily life, and often when I'm in the midst of mounting some kind of a uh, exaggerated response to something that might not even be appropriate, um, I literally will say out loud to myself, which is something that Eckhart teaches all the time, which is to ask ourselves a question. And the question is this, what problem do I have right now? seems like it would be an easy question. But the idea is that as we begin to have that narrative take over with um, doom and gloom and all the things we can't control, and we go off in stories in the future and the past, that we simply challenge those thoughts and narratives. And we ask ourselves, what problem do we have right now? We may actually have a problem in that moment, But even though we may answer in the affirmative and be specific, we also are probably not having as bad or difficult of a time as we might imagine. So keeping the present moment ready at hand, next time you feel like you want to be happy, try just dropping your resistance to whatever's happening in that moment, whether it be sights or sounds, a particular way you may feel physically or emotionally, or if there are certain people present, or you wish that certain people were present, maybe in your grief you're missing someone, if we just take a break, even for 10 seconds and longer as we get better at the practice, then we can learn how to be where we are. And that, not minding what happens, not controlling it, and also not being annoyed by it, is the definition of what some people call happy. So give it a shot. If you have any special sauce and happiness, uh, we'd love to hear about what that might be at lisamcfarland.com. Please share any thoughts you may have in the comments. And thank you for checking out this episode of The Healing Path. And until next time, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And as always, thank you so much for listening.